0: Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of two dollars per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com/slash Rabbit and Red Radio Network One. That's patreon.com/slash Rabbit and Red Radio Network the number one.
1: You will scream with terror.
2: You will
1: beg for release. But there for there is no
0: Whoa, it's episode nine, Rise of the Rabbit Walker, right? Rise of the Yeah, let's see if we can get That's this. There we, there we go. All right, so we have a, a crazy show planned for you guys tonight. Um, it's always a crazy show. It is, but first got to pull up those sponsors, Mike, if you have them ready. We'll bring those out king king cobra says here's johnny it up. he does PureSpectrumCBD.com. <laughs> that's where i would get my cbd from because you get free shipping on all orders over a hundred dollars and let's face it you guys are probably going to spend at least a hundred bucks uh but actually you get more than a hundred dollars worth because what you do is you use the code rir network and you save 15 percent. that's the best deal i've heard all day The B Movie Monsters—they make our uh, theme song in that that cool opening intro. It's called "The Fun House." Uh, Check out the B Movie Monsters on YouTube, Apple Music, and Facebook. Oh my God! Friday the Thirteenth Blood Loss—that's our uh, our fan (laughs) film. (laughs) That's our fan film that we're we're working on. The IndieGoGo campaign is live right now. If you guys donate fifty dollars or more during this show. During this episode, we'll give you a free poster. So just uh, go to the Indiegogo, um, donate $50 or more, let us know that you did it, and we'll get you a free poster with your order. Evil Lurks now streaming on Apple TV and Tubi. Guys, watch it on Tubi. It's free. You know what I'm saying? I watched. That's how we saw it. We saw it on Tubi. Uh, what you was it like it a week ago? <laughs> Just over a week ago, week and a day yeah, ago. Ran it on Apple TVs. So. Ran it on Apple. Spend a few donate a few bucks. I mean, it's free on Tubi though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Evil Lurks. It was fun. Uh, we have Aaron Hawkins on the show with us pretty frequently. The uh, I don't know writer Aaron director. Is. He's the writer-director of Evil Lurks. He'll be on with us again in two weeks from now. Dun-dun-dun. All right, was that it? Those are all the sponsors? Mike, we need more sponsors. That that wasn't enough. Well,
3: usually he goes a lot slower.
0: (laughs) Elvira will probably be next. Elvira? What's that? Uh, No, Elvira is a cool movie that's being made by morgan wellborn um we actually have one of the stars from Helvira on the show with us here tonight and i can't wait to get to him and then next week's ep- episode we're doing a hellvira themed episode so we'll have all the cast on here together um and that'll be fun we're gonna have all of them and it's all gonna be fun them. it's gonna be a lot of fun all of them and uh okay so first i want to bring out uh paul allen who's a cool director there he is paul how are you <laughs> Doing wonderful tonight. How are you guys doing? Doing great. So you are not just a a director, filmmaker, but you're also a pro wrestler, right? That is correct. It's Paul the Wall. Paul the Wall. (laughs) So um, we had Eddie Haynes on the show a couple weeks ago, and he was talking a bit about one of the movies that you made. And so I thought it'd be fun to get you on the show Uh, but not only do we have you on the show with us right now, uh, but you're going to co-host with us and interview these cool people that we have. Absolutely. I I I can't wait to get into it. She wants to see some, some wrestling moves. Can you demonstrate? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) he doesn't have the ring with him, but we do have, we have another, uh, pro wrestler on the show with us, uh, tonight, former WWE superstar Al Burke. So, uh, he'll be joining us here in a couple minutes. But first, uh, Paul's here, but Paul's not alone. He he brought a friend with him. Who? So, there he is, Garrett. Uh, Garrett's on mute. Oh, um, there we go. There he is. There he is. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, how do you know Garrett?
4: So, Garrett is my cinematographer for all things. Paul's wonderful circus, The First Harvest, Manic Three. Uh, all the projects moving forward i was introduced to garrett by holly and spa who's also in the franchise and uh just absolutely love working with garrett
0: thank you and ed haynes is in the uh the comments he make he's making sure to let us know he's here to support so um, <laughs> oh that's it a... <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i'm glad to have you guys on um looks like we have uh, and I think I saw Morgan in the chats or from earlier. Um, but yeah. Well, this should be a pretty fun, sh- uh, fun episode. We have Jack McCord that's going to come on with us in a, little, in a little bit, but we also have Al Burke waiting. He was uh, Punchy the Clown and Killjoy, his uh, former WWE superstar. He's worked on uh, more music videos than I can remember, honestly. He's, I mean, several uh, Eminem music videos. Everything from, like, Eminem to Lydia and everything in between. So I don't know if you guys know the, the group Lydia, but he's he's done a lot. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to have him on. Uh, did Mike, did you want to bring Al out so we can we, – we don't want to keep them waiting. There he is, Al Burke, Mr. Outrageous himself, a.k.a. Punchy the Clown, a.k.a. Mr. Nanners.
5: Mr. Nanners now, yes.
0: <laughs> so uh, – I think um, everybody would be pretty, pretty excited to hear about uh, a lot of the stuff that you've done. Yeah, WWE Superstar, you've worked on, I think, like 200 different music videos. You sent me the list, and I was reading over it, and I was, I was pretty, uh, pretty amazed by it. You've, you've done so much. And then, of course, Punchy the Clown and Killjoy, which I'm a big fan of Killjoy, and that's why part of the reason why I was so excited to have him on tonight. But then now he's also in Helvira. And we're friends with Morgan Walborn, the director of Helvira. And so it was just a win-win-win for me.
5: Uh, First of all, I want to say, not WWE. I was old school, WWF.
0: That's right, that's right.
5: And WWE sucks, but, you know, (laughs) we were where it was at back in the day. And, you know, I, I don't know, Paul Allen, did you ever win any of these or... Yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes <sir>. <laughs> <laughs> here. Oh. or here? Oh my! God. I mean, oh my! You, know, you God. can talk a big story, but can you back it up? Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like this. Yeah, no, I thought I knew. He, I knew he'd be great on the show, and I'm. I am excited to have Paul and Garrett on with us too. And then we have Jack in the background; he's waiting to come out. But uh Mike, you have a picture of a uh, Val from his time in the, the WWF that I sent you. Can we pull that up just to give the audience a reference? There he is. Check him out. Woo! Yep. WWF. That's when it was the world wrestling federation. And he wasn't a super, he wasn't a superstar. He was a wrestler. I was part of the
5: enhancement group. Um, I was never big enough and I knew that, I mean, I was back there in the steroid era. I mean, I faced, you know, uh, um, um, Big John Studd, um, Andre the Giant, you know, a couple of the biggest mm-hmm. guys in the world. But, you know, I went against, you know, the, the Rockers, Bushwhackers, Legion of Doom, Heart Foundation, uh, Nasty Boys. I mean, um, it, you know, the list is endless and it, it was kind of cool. It was a heck of a run. It was a lot of fun. And that actually opened up all the doors for Hollywood for me. I've never taken an acting class. Um, I just go out there. I tell people I'm a character. You know, give me something to do, and I'll do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So the first time I saw you in a movie um, was in Killjoy Three. Was that your oh. first film?
5: No, God, no. I okay. I probably had done uh, well over a hundred films before that point. Okay. Um, Killjoy Three. I had the opportunity. All of us went to China and filmed in China. So we flew to Hong Kong, took a train into China uh film there um yeah it was uh definitely cool all the way around it was tough because punchy uh has full headgear, and back then i had a two-piece so i had this all covered and then a piece glued here well they have trouble with the mustache and i can't shave that because you know that's my bread and butter especially
2: all
5: the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so you know the masks have evolved since then you know because then we did uh, Killjoy Four, which was um, um, Killjoy goes to hell, and you know the hard part about Punchy, and I don't know Paul if you're really old school. Um, Punchy speaks Carney. Oh wow! You know so, um, and when I brought that to the director, the director just lit up, and he likes using me and my guys because we're all pro wrestlers. We have no problem hitting each other, so there's never <laughs> a bad angle. Um, you know, stunt guys. You know, you you miss by this much, and you know, as long as the camera's just right, you can't tell. We just hit each other, and we don't. You know, we know how to do it. You know, um, we just make sure. You know, it's in there, it's solid, but you know, it doesn't look fake. And um, what was it? Uh, yeah, Killjoy goes to hell. I think I had 30 wrestlers in that. We filmed in Freddy Krueger's old boiler room, which was very cool. And, yeah, guys and girls, and we were just battling it out all night long. It was awesome.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I love the Killjoy movies. I've seen them all uh, multiple times. One, two, three, goes to hell, Psycho Circus, yeah. um, everything. So, yeah, I was definitely excited to have you on. Now, you're uh, – I just saw – I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I got an early preview of Helvira on the run. Yes. So <laughs> that was sent to us uh, –
2: i think a week
0: ago? Couple, couple weeks ago now week i think and um you know i think they're just now kind of putting it out there so i don't know if i was supposed to i haven't mentioned it on the show before morgan's normally I watching no <laughs> i did now yeah yeah,
3: tonight because he's a butthead.
0: yeah so um what we what i did was i talked to morgan about uh having some of the cast members on next week and so we're, we're gonna try to uh have all of the uh the main cast on to do an El- a Hellvira themed episode. Um, L. Burke plays Mr. Nanners in Hellvira. What can you tell us about uh, Hellvira? Or actually, should we... I should have showed the... Uh, I pulled the-, the Killjoy 3 trailer. Should we show that? Sure, if you'd like. And Mike, do you have that?
5: The last night of fun
3: before back to the dorms.
0: The professor gets back in three days.
3: One more night to make a little
1: trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll drink to that.
2: What the hell is that? I
5: have no idea. I found it outside.
1: What is it? We don't know. Let's open it. I think someone thought you needed a here.
2: So ornate. Beautiful. Looks like something out of a fairy
1: tale. Something weird is happening.
0: I you. find me funny?
3: I didn't do anything.
5: Our phones don't work. We're trapped inside this house.
4: And Eric is stuck in there with him.
5: You'll never see your friends again.
4: We're about to come face
5: to face with the pure expression of evil. Welcome to my feast.
1: Digging! If you're not afraid, you will be. You don't know what we're up against.
5: Ah! What do you want with us? You think that's funny? Ah! Ah!
1: I'll show you funny! I'm gonna kick your ass, homie. <laughs> Come on. I need sacrifice.
5: You and your friends won't
1: pay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're scary.
0: There it is. They're fun, man. That was Killjoy 3. That was the first uh, Killjoy film that you were in. And uh, the Killjoy series has changed a bit over time. And I think um, with this current cast that they have, the re- uh, the recurring cast, it's, it's starting to it's really found its way over time, right? They kind of have their own identity now.
5: Uh, we're trying. Uh, sadly, the um, big company that owns the Killjoy series um, doesn't like it. He wants nothing to do with it. I think it was Morgan that actually talked to Charles Band, the owner of Full Moon, and asked when's the next Killjoy movie going to come out. He goes, never. Wow. Uh, We've made Um, him more money than probably 10 or 15 of his movies put together, Uh, especially Killjoy 3. We went into Redbox and just killed it there. Um, Yeah, sadly, you know, Charles Band likes his puppet movies and everything else. And uh, I guess part of the problem was he didn't own the original Killjoy movie. He bought that. And then uh, there was a Killjoy, two that Trent did. But the director didn't let Trent go off and be Trent. Right. I remember sitting in China listening to Trent uh, do Killjoy. and I'm like, holy crap, this guy is good. And, yeah, just off the wall and then feeding off of him and then the baddie boop and, you know, baddie Victoria DeMar is completely naked with a boa and boots. That's it. Not even a snatch patch. Um, So... um, You know, it's an interesting concept, but she, you know, she ended up getting an action figure made out of it and everything. It was kind of cool, but yeah, a heck of an experience. And we're happy to do three. We've all talked, we would do a fourth, but like I said, the owner doesn't want anything to do with us. So uh, Punchy is going to go off and start doing other movies because the writer director, John LeChago, owns Punchy, and he's given me the okay to go do whatever I want with it. So I've got a movie huh. coming up Clown Motel 2 or 3 or 4 or whatever, oh. and yeah. we'll actually wrestling in that one, Punchy will. Um, many years ago, I flew down to Florida and wrestled down there as Punchy. Now, the, the heat, I mean, one of the things about Punchy, I wear a sumo suit underneath the Punchy suit, and then you got the full – head mask uh florida humidity i was sweating like a stuck pig um, <laughs> you know, I got the job done you know it was all good so now punchy's going to come back and wrestling in this next uh, clown motel movie so we'll see how that goes but yeah i'm excited to get punchy back out uh, punchy's going to start going to uh, conventions um we're working on a few things right now and uh, we'll see what happens but um, one of the things at conventions, I think any of you who, who have ever been to them, the actor is just there. Oh yeah, I played this character. No big deal. Here's my, you know, I'll sign the picture. I'm going to dress up as Punchy. I'm going to come out, so I will be one whole day Punchy the Clown. <laughs>
2: so
5: everybody can get pictures with Punchy, not just Albert, you know, who plays Punchy. So I think that's kind of a unique thing, but. That was one of the things in wrestling that really set me ahead is, and I got in trouble in WWF for this, because I would talk to the crowd during the match. You know, I would give them crap. I would, you know, I did a lot of things. And, you know, I get called in the office. What are you doing, Burke? Knock it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, that's kind of what I bring into Punchy is going out to these conventions and things and be, being able to be hands-on with everybody that wants
0: that's awesome. And I'm, I'm glad you said all that stuff about Killjoy because it, it does make a lot of sense to me thinking back. And, you know, in the second movie, Trent, like you said, wasn't Trent. And you can see a big difference between Killjoy 2 and Psycho Circus, uh, you know, as, as far as performance and him just being as, as chari- uh, charismatic as he is. And,
5: and he is. I mean, I never worked with Trent before. He's awesome. I mean, he puts me to shame as an actor. I'll admit that straight (laughs) up.
0: Um, Mike, we have uh, stills from Killjoy. Can you pull those up so we can just see Punchy and Killjoy uh, together? might take him a second. You have to scroll through some stuff. There we go. So there's Killjoy. This is from Psycho Circus, I think. Yeah,
5: that was the last
0: one, yes. Yeah, and this one has... uh, Okay, this one looks like maybe from 3...
5: Uh, so well, the boxing, one on the bottom is the boxing. So that's from three. Okay. Uh, the, the big mallet, I think, was uh, Psycho Circus. Okay. And I oh, know uh, for sure the, uh, the top two are probably both Psycho Circus, if I'm not, you know. If not, the mallet one is from uh, uh, the other one. Um, can't even think of it now.
0: What so- I'm noticing here is uh, different ties
5: yes uh his tie kept changing part of it was they would lose my tie okay (laughs) i actually made a tie for the red carpet when i went and met the director for the clown motel and i made Mm -hmm. a tie for punchy and it had punchy's pictures on it
0: so we have i think we have i think you know i think joe joseph kelly is the the director of clown motel and Clowny. And I I talked to him before, and I think he might have sent me a trailer, and I don't know if I got that ready. I don't know if Mike can grab that for me or not. But uh, Joseph Kelly is actually from my hometown. Oh, I cool. think and this is coincidental. I don't I don't mean to toot my own horn, but you know when I get the chance, I might do it from time to time. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm the first person that uh, he ever filmed for, for one of his movies. So he did a Community Service was the first one he did. And I, I actually answered a Craigslist ad and I went and met up with him. That was fif- 15 years ago, good. I
3: think. You answered a
0: Craigslist Yeah, I answered his Craigslist ad and that's how that's how I met him. And um, yeah, no, now he's gone on to do Clown Motel and Clown Motel 2. And I know he's working on Clowny. And uh, he has a lot of cool people attached to those, right? I think, like, Ron yeah. Russell is in one of them. And
5: Yeah, you know, um, I love Joseph. I mean, he's a great guy, um, very humble, and I love working for him. And he's the one I went to the premiere and didn't know him. And then I waited, you know, I <laughs> met him like two or three other times and then finally approached him about punchy. And he wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I, I own the rights or could use the rights. And we got all that straightened out. And so he he agreed to put me in, I guess it's then what, Clown Motel 3?
0: Uh, this so, last one that he made was Clown Motel 2, but then he made a movie called Clowny.
5: Yeah, I was in Clowny. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'll <laughs> be in Clown Motel 3 Okay. in the wrestling. It's not
0: in 2. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I've seen the first one, looking forward to the second and third one. Um, so I, we don't have the clip for that. Mike might be able to grab that, but we do have, uh, the clips for Helvira. We have the trailers. So you're Mr. Nanners in Helvira. Well, I'm,
5: a, I'm a couple of things in this one, but the one yeah. you'll see, the only one I filmed, cause he hasn't had me out there to film my other characters. Um, okay. yeah, I'm Mr. Nanners, so I do a voiceover
0: so uh, Morgan's screen name for, for a while now has been Mr. Nanners on YouTube, and yeah,
5: I yeah, she's I, stealing my name.
0: Morgan, Morgan is yeah. I
5: know Morgan, you bitch for stealing my name. You, stealing you give me the name and then you take it back. Oh, dude, we gotta talk.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. yeah we i've i mean I, he's been using it for a while and i never knew what it was because he never told us it was just he pops up as mr nanners one day and we're like okay he and you know and, the movie, and you're like oh yeah okay. and i think i think it was maybe i might have the the dates mixed, but it was it was around a year ago i saw michael mcglynn pop up on facebook and he's he's dressed up as Almika. And I'm like, well, I don't understand. I don't know what this is. So, you know, it's just him dressed as, you know, he's, he's dressed up as a woman with long hair and a dress and all this stuff. And I didn't know where that came from until I saw uh, Helvira on the run. And now it, it's all coming together for me. So, so um, it's so, all
5: coming to reality. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so who is uh, Mr. Nanners in Helvira?
5: Um, I'm the sock puppet. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I know, really.
0: And,
5: um, <laughs> Helvira is the one, you know, and I, you know, she's the one running me. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you, you know, it's an interesting concept and stuff. And um, you know, I had to do the voice, and I'm doing it remotely here, and then sending it to him. He goes, "Oh, I want this. I need that." You know, um, not quite what I want. You know, so we were back and forth a couple of times. But you know, having done voiceovers and stuff, it's like, yeah, I can do this. And uh,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I it was. Also,
5: you, know, you know, the directors are tough to. Um, get in their head to see what they want. That's probably the toughest thing and even like Punchy I've always thought Punchy was basically the dumbest clown on the face of the earth and uh, John Lachago, the director and writer creator is like no 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 you're going to see later on you're going to come and you know you won't be so dumb and yeah I actually organized the clown um, union And I smash a Harlequin, which is the highest ranking clown out there, I guess, um, with a pie and his head just goes. So that was kind of a cool effect we did. But anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw, uh, you know, I saw Mr. Nanners and Helvira on the run. And uh, I knew it was you that was doing the, the voice, I thought. And I was like, wow, you know, this is a it's funny that you kind of go from Punchy the Clown to to Mr. Nanners now. And no. uh, I actually asked Morgan if you had Mr. Nanners because I wanted you to just show the audience. But he said Sushi, sushi has Mr. Nanners because she's using him for uh, some photo stuff. So Sushi right. is Halvira in, the, in yes. the series. But yeah, we're going to try to get as many of the cast members on next week so we can just go over everything. But I did want to mention Halvira uh, on the run, which I don't know if Morgan has officially announced a release date. Do you know if he has?
5: I don't know. I'm so busy. I can't keep track. You know, it's it's like this one just, you know, your show just happened to come up yesterday i'm like hey i can do tomorrow after that you know i mean the <laughs> whole week has been jammed i have okay. today off tomorrow i'm right back to work you know so it's like right this one actually works for me if it works for you guys and thanks for having me in but
0: yeah thank you for being here yeah you know, it's uh, been it's I, been fun i had
5: no idea and uh i was supposed to film other parts before with morgan and uh he couldn't get the funding i think so he had to postpone it and okay. then he did those other parts. So I still have things coming up, and I forget what my characters are. But
0: cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I know it's, he. I know he wants to, to work on. <laughs> yeah, he. You know, I've seen On the Run. I enjoyed it a lot. I told him and he's like really. I'm like yeah, man, it's good. I like it. And then, uh, you know, he has. Uh, he wants to work on. Uh, Hellfire's Haunted Asylum, which would be yes. a full, full length, yeah. full feature length film. Um, but we have uh, the trailers for Helvira. Uh, Mike should have those ready for us. There it is, Elvira on the run. We got to see that one a couple weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Al Omega is there. I just saw him in that clip. He'll be on uh, a week from today with us. And then, uh, of course, you're welcome to come back. We'd love to have you on again with them. And then uh, we have some of the other casts, too. We have Otis B. Dreads, and we have... Sean Smithson coming on, and uh, we're talking to some of the other cast members too to see if we can orchestrate all this. But yeah, we're we're trying to pull it together so we can do a Hellvira themed episode. Oh, well, um, yeah, uh, no, it'll be a, a lot of fun next week. I'm sure <clears throat> we'll have more time to go over Hellvira and all that. But while we had you on this week. Uh, we wanted to talk about as much of your stuff as possible. Um, so what about the music stuff? How did you get involved w- with all these cool music videos? You were in uh, a couple of the Eminem music videos and Lydia and all kinds of different things. Yeah, I, I've been um blessed
5: again. Uh My very first music video was for Marilyn
0: Manson.
5: Okay. <laughs> and, you know, it's a wild, crazy ride. I've done, at least 500, maybe 600, maybe more music videos now. Um, uh, some of them were music video of the year. Uh, one of M&M's was, um, um, Toby Keith, that was uh, MT, uh, the country music video of the uh, year award there. Um, couple of more in Grammys, uh, Pharrell Williams, Happy. I was in the 24 hour video. So I actually had my own four minutes to perform To his song, and we actually had uh, choreographers there. That I mean, every four minutes was a new act, and this went 24 hours. So you know, I was late at night. I was at 11:36 p.m. Um, But yeah, you know, it's you know, I've had some of the coolest videos out there, Um, and they just keep coming. The cop thing, of course, um, we come with our own uniforms. Uh, Most of our uniforms are real. Um, with the exception of the badge, but even the police can't tell the badge isn't real until they, you know, they actually look at the back of it, not even the front. So, you know, that gives us a very authentic on-camera look. We come with the cars, uh, motorcycles. I own four of the police bikes. I'm actually restoring a car from the Blues Brothers era, um, an old Chevy Caprice. But uh, just yesterday or two days ago, I was out in uh, one of our, uh suvs and you know i was a canine officer working for one of the youtubers and you know it was a stupid hide and go seek thing but you know these youtubers they need content and we do that kind of crap all the time and so yeah i got out got my dog out we went searching and and we found the bad guy you know (laughs) crazy stuff i get paid for but But, yeah, the uh, music videos have really been a fun run. I can't – the list I gave you is probably, well, maybe a fifth, a sixth, a seventh of what I've done. Most of the time, I don't care. You show up. I do my job. If I've never heard of you before, I still don't care. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My daughters will cry. hey, Dad, you're in this video. I come out and go, okay, play it back. Who is this? And we look at it like, oh, I remember doing it, but I didn't know who it was for. (laughs) But I've got a lot of that. And I just, you know, the list I sent you is, like I said, just a partial list. Um, I put it, the fans have asked. And I have to go to my websites just to look and see some of the things I've done and try to keep track. And even that has fallen behind. I'm too busy, which which is a cool thing.
0: Awesome. So, here's a question I didn't think I was going to ask, but is that Jack Skellington behind you? Yeah. Yeah, are you a a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, or is that somebody Um, else's?
5: (laughs) No, um, I love uh, Halloween. Um, You know, we get to, you know, Hollywood especially, we get to dress up, and we go to red carpets, dressed in character, which is always fun. I mean, I do red carpets, you know, sometimes every week. Uh, It gets to be a pain in the butt, but uh, we plan ahead for Halloween, so that's cool. But no, I love this. Um, I didn't know how I was going to really come about into the horror films, but I've done, I probably have done 100 horror films now. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, part of the time I'm killing people, the other part I'm getting killed.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah,
5: you know, part of the adventure.
0: So, Paul, I know you are a uh, filmmaker, horror filmmaker and also a pro wrestler. Um, do, you have, <clears throat> do you have any questions about any of that stuff for Al? Or what, what do you think about, uh, have you ever seen the Killjoy films? Uh, so you're going to hate me for this one, but I've not yet been
4: able to watch the Killjoy movies. Okay. Uh, they, they, <laughs> are um, they are on my list. They are on my list. What? Uh, <laughs> if you're going to kill me, wait until my sequel. That way we can do it on camera. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. But, um, no, as far as a question, um, wh- what was the biggest challenge transitioning from, uh, you know, being a WWF superstar into a Hollywood actor?
5: there was none. It was so easy. Everything I learned, uh, going to wrestling school. And then, you know, um, I had to add up number of matches and I was somewhere around 5,000 matches I've had in 37 years. So I, you know, I've had a great run, but there really wasn't a transition going into Hollywood. I mean, all the training I got as a wrestler easily fit in, uh, in the movies. Uh, my very first movie was from one of the local wrestling promoters here, but he also was one of the presidents at the Cauliflower Alley Club. If you don't know about that, Paul, that's all uh, current and former pro wrestlers. We get together now in Vegas and just basically party for you know three, four, five days. Yeah. Oh, awesome <laughs> that's you know that's something that you might be interested in but yeah you know he brought me in and he says I got this movie I'm a stunt coordinator and he goes all you have to do is beat up kidnap and kill Mexicans in East LA I'm like I'm a bad guy yeah that's no problem you know and I went in and I worked with Lucha Libre guys so we had great fights it was awesome and I actually took a backdrop onto the asphalt um you know, with no padding, no gator back, no anything. But that's what we do, you know, not a big deal. And um, and that got me started in Hollywood. I went off and got an agent within uh, weeks, not even a month, I think. I had an agent and just had been going forward. It was a little slow in the beginning because I didn't know uh, what it's like to promote yourself and get out there and things like that. And, and now I'm on a big roll, so it's all good. But, yeah, transitioning, no, the character – you know, um, whether you're a face or a heel, you can come in and you can do almost anything in Hollywood, which is kind of
0: cool. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, so we have something special for the uh, the the viewers, the audience tonight. So we have the the phone number to rabbit right at the bottom there. Two one five two four zero seven eight three nine. If any of the fans want to call in and talk to us and ask. Al question, or Paul, or Garrett, or myself, or Mandy, or... Uh, yeah, Mandy's not getting to say a word here. What's up with that? <laughs> she's, she's normally uh, pretty quiet until the, uh, we do a second show. And during the second show, she normally cuts me off and she takes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh so actually i have a question well what, what about garrett because uh we haven't heard much from garrett so garrett same uh, same thing for you do you have any questions for al about filmmaking or uh
6: wrestling or any of that stuff um probably not as much as paul um because he's more in that background um of wrestling
3: sound like he's a wrestling fan <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> what? I get into it. I have I have almost all my friends are into wrestling.
6: Um I think my um ha, uh Al, have you um have you worked w- with a lot of other wrestlers turned uh actors uh in this field?
5: Uh quite a few. Uh one of the movie makers out here, and I'm not sure if you know of him, James Balsamo.
6: Mm, okay. um,
5: I think I think
6: I've heard of him. Yeah. I
5: mean, James, I've done um, many, many movies for him. The tough part is he never has a script, it's all in his mm. head. You know, so you, you don't have to memorize lines. He'll just tell you what to say and what to do. But he loves wrestling. So um, he brings a lot of the guys out here. And he just had the uh, Powers of Pain, Terry Sapinski, and Barbarian. Yeah. And Barbarian and I traveled together, God, you know, many, many tours, thousands of miles. So being able to see him again, you know, so that's been kind of cool. But a lot of the the old time guys are coming over and, you know, it's it's fun money. I mean, the bumps aren't near as bad as what we were taking in the ring. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of a night off for a lot of it. But, you know, it's funny, even when I don't have to do something like if in the ring, I'll get to the top rope, do a flip off and land on my back. Just <laughs> you know, say, yeah, I still got it. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, you you know, it's like I don't want to lose that, but you know, they usually want me to do other things. And it's like, okay, fine. I'd rather I'd rather be the bump guy. That's what that was my specialty in WWF, especially. Um, I took so many slingshots <laughs> from outside in and I would basically my feet would end up in the other ropes. That's how far across I'd go. And yeah, you know, or backdrops, you know, you know, did backdrops for many of the boys because that was mm-hmm. one of my specialties and it made them look good and and I loved doing it. So I did my job.
0: I have a question. It's a question that I think everybody is wondering, and nobody wants to ask. Uh oh! Yeah, it's no, it's a tough one. I think, I think, I think, uh, I think the audience might enjoy this one. So, who you mentioned Andre the Giant uh, earlier in the interview? So, who would win in a match between Andre the Giant and Punchy the Clown?
5: I gotta, it to, I gotta give it to andre i mean andre, andre andre is a legend in every freaking world out there not mm. just wrestling he did princess bride i mean and he was yes. a great guy i mean he was never expected to live as long as he did because he was a giant uh i don't know if you know he came home from his father's funeral and died that afternoon
0: oh wow uh I you know, know so
5: but um, you know, I got a chance to talk to Andre a little bit. Uh, not much, you know, because he was of you know one of the biggest, you know, literally, but also the biggest names in the business. Um, anywhere he went in the world, Andre the Giant was just that. He was Andre the Giant, and at seven, I, they build him at seven foot four, five forty, I think. I mean, legitimately, he was probably seven two. When you're that freaking big, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. Um, but no, you know, a, 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 nice guy and, um, yeah, heck of a worker. And I was, I was happy first time I faced him. As soon as my, my head went into his boot, I got the hell out of there. Cause I knew he was coming in. And the next time I never tagged in and left my buddy in there. To <laughs> <take>. <laughs> so, when you got 500 plus pounds falling on you. There's no good part to that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, Mandy, you like the princess bride. Yeah. Yeah. we Did you like Andre in that movie? Yes. Yeah. Concept. Yeah. Andre. <laughs> Andre was great. Uh, we love Princess Bride, and uh, you know I'm a huge Andre fan too. So it's uh it's pretty cool to hear that you you got to work with him a bit. Um,
5: yeah. It wasn't much. It's like the but, best, you best know. movie ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She said it's like the best movie ever after Killjoy. It's the best. Oh yeah. Need
5: <laughs> <laughs> your info now. <laughs>
0: But yeah, that's, that's awesome that you got to, uh, to work with all those people in barbarian, you know, he's, he's great too. So, yeah, and, I mean, and... yeah go ahead. I
5: was going to say, I travel with like the iron cheek. I mean, okay. you know, I mean, cool dude, got in a lot of trouble cause he loved his drugs, but, um, you, you, know, <laughs> traveling, you know, honky tonk man, you know, uh, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful, uh, you know, B. Brian Blair, you know, the killer bees. I mean, I got to travel with all these guys and just hang out and, it was yeah it was a heck of a part of my life and it was a fun part and thank god i never went to jail then for anything
0: so we have uh some of the help people popping in to support so morgan wellborn's here and he says mr outrageous and then we have uh (laughs) we also have uh otis b dreads in the in the chat too and he's he's saying ghoul evening good evening um and, of course, we have Brittany. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, she normally tunes into our shows. And then we have Ed Haynes here to support Alan and Garrett. Um, and then, of course, we have Jack McCord. He's going to come on with us soon. Um, but I just wanted to give everybody as much time tonight as possible. Normally we have a bunch of guests on. I just think it's more fun to have people on the screen with us. Uh, wh- what are you thinking?
3: I had a question.
0: Well, you can ask him. He's right He's right <laughs> here.
5: Come <laughs> well, on, Manny. Don't no, be afraid. would no, be
3: a silly question. I don't know anything about wrestling, but I just know that my father's favorite wrestler was George the Animal.
5: Yeah. Who was actually a-, a high school teacher, very literate. Mm-hmm. But his character out there was, you know, not so literate. I mean, you know, he had his little mind, his little thing. And he, he pulled the turnbuckle apart, and yeah, George was a good guy, and he was also behind the scenes working as an agent, which most people didn't know. So no, he was a very intelligent man that played a dummy on TV.
0: George <laughs> the animal steel, he'd go up and uh, rip the the turnbuckle off. Sure enough, of the it yeah, apart he,
5: with his teeth.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: he he chewed it and pulled it off with his teeth. Yeah, (laughs) we have Sean Smithson, who uh, Smithson, sorry, who just popped in. He says, "Hal Halvira Bone Ripper here," and he'll be on the show with us next week too. So we have all the different cast members popping in to support Al tonight, and I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure that they're excited to see you on because it's just. You know, we got we got you here and we we got to talk about a lot of cool things. I'm a huge Killjoy fan. You kind of broke my heart when you said that there wouldn't be any more. But then uh,
5: cool. we love the we love the work and you know, we thought we were building a nice franchise and Yeah. You know, it's all taken away, but you know, not our call.
0: I think it's, you know, one of the you know, definitely one of the better uh, franchises that they had, really. <laughs> you know, Killjoy and and like you said uh, you know, you got Betty Betty Boop on there and uh punchy the clown and um you guys really came into your own over the past few films and and made something out of it and i you know i'm heartbroken i'll get over it eventually maybe but i'm heartbroken for now um but punchy the clown like you said will will appear another we uh we have a call we have a call oh my god who's calling yeah. Hello. My name is John. Mines. How you doing?
3: Troll.
0: Hey, John. How's it
5: going? Oh, not too bad. I got a question for Al.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, you've done a lot of films and a lot of videos. I want to know which one was the one that you had the best time on and why? We for? I can't hear
3: anything.
5: Oh, geez. There's so many. I mean, I, 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 really love working, um, you know, punchy in, uh, China was probably the toughest, but also the most rewarding because, uh, like the guy that built the table, if you've seen, uh, Killjoy 3, I have a table that explodes when I land on it. And I did land on it, and I did a dead fall off a 12-foot ladder with just a gator back, no padding, because we couldn't cheat it. Um, So, you know, the challenges were there, and you're in a foreign country, communist, you know, scary. um, And it turned out we were in there illegally on top of it. We were in there as tourists, and we weren't. (laughs) Um, Well, that was probably the most rewarding, getting to go back home and not getting in trouble. But also, you know, bringing punchy to life. So does that answer your question?
1: Yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> so uh, we have Helvira in the chat, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Morgan Wellborn, the director of Helvira in the chat. No, he's, he's Helvira. You should see <laughs> him in the striped stockings. I think he's giving us uh, exclu- an exclusive here. Uh, tell me if he's, if he's making stuff up or not. But he says he can't wait to to work with L and bring Punchy back. Is Punchy going to be in Helvira?
5: Yes, he is.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, so, I want to uh, it
5: because it wasn't out yet, but because he's saying it. Yeah, He <laughs> is going to be uh in Helvira.
0: Morgan, I'll send you a private message later. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's awesome. Uh cuz you know, I I think Morgan knows I love Kill Joy and I support all that stuff and Uh, I love what he's doing with Helvira, too. So, you know, I was genuinely excited to have you on and to to support Helvira, you know, however we can. So
5: we actually met uh, Morgan. He did artwork of our characters and which was kind of cool. And uh, that's how we originally met him and then talking and talking. And he was telling me about his project. And, you know, he I think he was afraid to ask me originally you know, what I wanted and things. And I'm like, dude, I'm reasonable. You know, um, if you're a small project, I'm not going to beat you up over money. Um, You know, we're we're just going to get things done. And I told him, as long as I'm there, I'm working at least 12 hours a day. Let's get everything done that you possibly can in my time. You know, because I don't mind working, you know, a 12 hour day, making sure you get what you want and need for your project. And then I can go home after that and rest.
0: Um, Mike, we have one of the drawings for Punchy that Morgan made. Uh, if you can pull that up so the audience can see what Al's what talking about there, there it is. Check that out. So, Morgan Wellborn made this yeah. for which movie was this? Was this for three Killjoy I, I think Three? That was out of three, yes. Okay, because it looks like the tie that we saw in the picture from yeah. before, so that's why I was uh wondering if he got the inspiration from three. But I tried Morgan, to get-
5: I tried to get that time made from China again, but the people that did it weren't there anymore. And sadly, because I would have gladly paid to get, you know, a half a dozen, a dozen of those just to have them. And, you know, sadly didn't happen.
0: So uh Sean saying Morgan definitely has an amazing story for helvira and other projects. Can't wait to see what he has coming. Uh same here. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see what Morgan does. Morgan, I don't know if you guys I don't know if Al knows this, but Morgan doesn't do interviews. So I've known Morgan for a while and he, he just doesn't do interviews. He doesn't go live on Facebook. Um he he doesn't go out and talk to people. So we get most of uh, the information secondhand from the guests. So, <laughs> no, no, you know, he'll he'll talk to us on Facebook and stuff, but he just doesn't do – he doesn't go live and talk to us. He pops in every week and checks out the show. but That's he cool. But he won't come on the show.
5: <laughs> a lot of people are like that, you know. I've, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, He's a he's the creator. He's the artist, you know. Yeah. And, you know, if he's happy being that and doesn't want to, you know, do stuff like this, I mean – I realize this is part of my life. And, you know, that's why I get mad at celebrities. It's like, well, I'm getting, I get pissed off because somebody's asking me for an autograph. It's like, shut the fuck up. That's your job. You know, I I don't want to hear you whine and complain because you're rich and famous, you know, stuff like that. And um, so no, you know, guys like Morgan, if he prefers to stay in the background and just be the creator and the, you know, artistic mind, you know, more power to him.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think he's very talented, you know, he he gets a lot of stuff done with, uh, you know, with what he has to work with and it just turns out great. Elvira is, you know, doing, he says right on L he's in the comments, chatting right on L. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, I'm glad, you know, I, I met Morgan and, uh, we were able to, to help each other a bit he he made some graphics for a project i was working on before called uh, batman the killing joke it was a f- fan film i was crowdfunding for about a year ago and he came up with a uh, some cool graphics for me so um, he's 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 pretty awesome um what do you no, think I've never about, met him. Hmm? you've never oh because you haven't because you didn't go to set and you did it everything was remote
5: Right, and so we've talked a couple times on the phone. We chat back and forth on, you know, social media. But, um, yeah, you know, so still waiting for the opportunity to go out there and work with him and for him and, and meet him.
0: He says uh, John, John Lachaga was an inspiration.
5: Yeah. Uh, John is the one, um, he wrote the, the three Killjoys we were all in and directed it. Uh, John is another one of those that um, I had a movie that I directed in Africa. He wrote, you know, we were having trouble with the writer. He wrote the whole script in one week. I think it was five days actually. Done. I went to Africa, shot it. In fact, it's up for sale right now. I've got a guy that's uh, into one of the local distributors here in L.A. But it's a faith-based horror film you know, our faith-based vampire film. And uh, if you guys know the uh, movie Machine Gun Preacher, Gerard Butler played the Machine Gun Preacher. I'm friends with Sam Childers, the real Machine Gun Preacher. He's the one who, I've been to Africa twice for him now, and one of them was to direct this movie. So, so, you, you know, it's, you know, trying to do things in different areas, different ways, and yeah. Going to Africa, and my reward for shooting the movie was going on a safari. So that was freaking cool. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome. Uh, guys, uh, viewers, if you're watching and you want to call and uh, ask Al a question while we have him here, uh, please do call in because he's a busy guy. We don't know. He, I, I think. I think he might be back on next week, but he'll be with the Hellviret cast.
5: I gotta check the date. I know I've got a wrestling show that I'm actually the color commentator on out here in uh, you know Southern California. So, um, and I know that's a Saturday. I'm not sure you know where it is, so we'll have to see.
0: Okay, so it's me. This might be your only chance to call in to ask him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who knows? Or at (laughs) at least for a while. I will be back. Right, right, right. Uh, No, we definitely want you back, but. Guys, if you have anything that you want to ask while while he's on the show, call and ask now because, you know, it's it's uh, it's an opportunity to call and to learn something. And if you're a fan, you can call and ask whatever thing you've been thinking about for the past six years that you never got to ask him. Here he is. <laughs> you know? I'll
5: give you a little. I'm not sure if you saw this in the list I gave you, but um, how many of you remember The Wedding singer? With Adam Sandler, yeah, 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 he was
0: he was on the plane. You were on the plane.
5: I'm the guy who got Robbie and Julia together. I stood up and defended Billy Idol. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, yeah, yeah, he sent me because he's done so much stuff. He sent me a list of all the stuff he's done, yeah. and I'm like, "There's no, no, no way right. that we can talk about every <laughs> single thing because too. he's just <laughs> he's done so much <laughs> stuff." But well, the funny part was when I first read,
5: uh, you know, audition and read read the part. It was for David Lee Roth. And then I get the script, you know, it was like 28 days later, I think. And I get, I get a call going, oh, you got the part. I'm like, what part? I haven't auditioned in like a week. <laughs> I go, oh, the wedding singer. I'm like, okay, I kind of remember it. And that night, you know, a courier brought the script over and it's Billy Idol. I'm like, okay, this could be cool. And it was very cool. I mean, sadly, um, Billy was, you know, a little bit out to lunch. Billy's had too much fun in his life. <laughs> But the best part was the rap party, Billy brought his whole band and Adam played with them. I had no idea Adam was Uh that good, Adam Sandler. They gave us a two-hour private concert where we were basically this close to the band. I think there's only about 50 of us. And it wasn't, you know, it was a small stage. So we were standing right next to them and the speakers. So that was very, very cool. I thought, oh, this is Hollywood. This is awesome.
0: I can't wait to do more of this.
5: This never happened again
0: <laughs> yeah that's awesome um so do you have uh well that i mean that's an awesome adam sandler story do you have any other ones from being on set with him that you can think of or anything that would be worth mentioning
5: uh, that was the only one with him i mean when i walked onto the airplane and we were at the my trailer actually overlooked the uh, clock tower for back to the future so that was cool and then I'm out filling out my contract and the tram goes by I go, oh, look at that guy. He's scary. And I thought, as a child, I was on that tram driving around and now I'm on the other side. So that was kind of cool. But then when I walked onto the plane, Adam turns to the and goes, oh, there's your bodyguard. <laughs> so, you know, so, and, and it turned out Adam actually personally picked me to do the part because he liked my, my tape and my stuff. So, you know, I was very, very honored, and the cool part is I still get paid for that. You know, I yeah, just got paid
2: yeah. A week
5: ago. <laughs> I still get residual checks, and that was what 1995?
0: So, yeah, keep the checks rolling. <laughs> yeah, not a not a bad gig, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, Morgan says I was on the tram too. I'm not sure what he means by that. Well, the you?
5: tram at Universal.
0: Oh, oh, okay, so, okay.
5: Like I said, I was a little kid on the tram, and there I was. They were the tram was talking about me when I was sitting there waiting to go to
0: work. <laughs> that's so. awesome. Uh, Ed Haines says uh, it's, he thinks it's Adam Sandler's second best movie after Happy Gilmore. I think it's his best movie, <laughs> Wedding Singer. Yeah, I mean, that's my I new favorite. <laughs> only
5: because you know he went so crazy off the rails sometimes, and I, you know, um, he really showed you know the the extremes that he could go and did go. And, um, so, yeah, you know, I, I was appreciative of being part of that.
0: That's awesome. Um, we do have, uh, Jack waiting for us. Mike Jack is waiting for us back there, right?
1: Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> <All> right, so,
0: <laughs> I kept them waiting back there. Um, so we do have uh, Paul's movie that we, we want to talk about and show his trailer uh, with Garrett. And then we have uh, Jack McCord coming out to share uh, trailers that he has as well. Um, so, L, I mean, you guys can stay on the show as long as you want to. If you want to stay and uh, check him out or, if, you no, know, I'll whatever. We'll whatever want to yeah,
5: do. Check out Paul's trailer and stuff and just see if he's worth the shit.
0: Okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the answer is no. Well. <laughs> well
5: mike let's get wait mr wall
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was paying attention (laughs) paul's got to go back and watch all the killjoy movies tonight Mm -hmm. i think (laughs) um so let's mike let's bring jack out just so he's not waiting in the back because i don't want to there he is jack how are you doing i'm
1: doing great how are you this evening
0: Good. I'm sorry I kept you waiting so long. I just, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure you had a chance to
1: shine and all that. We we- I I was watching and just thoroughly enjoying, uh, I'm one <laughs> of those you. old, one of those old people that actually remember watching Al wrestle. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of reliving my, my youth here. Awesome. But, uh, I've also decided while I was sitting back there that, uh, since Morgan's doing it and Al's doing it, I figured I'd change my name to Mister Nanners, also.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: kind of like okay. I, I, I am Spartacus. <laughs> awesome. Um,
0: so I met Jack through uh, Doug Epps. Doug Epps to me is Doctor Carnage. He's like the face of Doctor Carnage now from Terror Tunes. Um, and so, but you're working with Doug on a, on a different film.
1: I've worked with Doug on a few films. Uh, okay. We we do some films for extreme entertainment with uh, Todd Sheets, and we've done uh, Clown NATO. We should have had Al in that one. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also did uh, Bone Hill Road, a uh, werewolf movie, and uh, then we did uh, this one, uh, which is Final Caller in which I play uh, a not-so-nice guy that uh, gets kind of messy.
0: Here's one of the posters for it here uh, that I was sent. What what can you tell us about this one?
1: Well, Final Caller is uh, Doug uh, plays a radio talk show host, late-night host, and he's, uh, he's very uh, – he's like Howard Stern on drugs uh, – and he's he's just wild, he insults all his guests, everything, uh, like that. And then uh, my character is a big fan of his, and he calls him up and tells him that he's a serial killer, and that he has uh, uh this this uh, group, this cult that he belongs to, where he has to kill eight women in the eight month eighth month, uh within, uh, I think it's eight hours. And uh, Doug's character uh, just kind of blows him off and thinks it's like a college prank. And so, you know, cause I, I killed the girl on the air, uh, on the radio, over the radio. And uh, he just hangs up on him thinking it's a joke. So to prove my point, I show up at the radio studio and we start knocking off some people there. And it's, uh, we, we did this during COVID uh, when COVID first broke out. And we had lost the original uh, the character role, the character's role of the DJ, but we had lost him due to uh, uh, health issues. And Doug was actually playing the, the uh, producer. And we basically, I, you know, mentioned to Todd, I said, you might want to slide because they were going to shut down the film. And I said, how about sliding Doug into that position? And, uh, Alex Brotherton, our assistant director, uh, he's pretty decent actor too. We, uh, I said, throw him in that producer slot and we persevered, got through it. And, uh, I mean, they were shutting everything down on us, and we kept at it. And we—I uh, think it was a pretty good film. Uh, you could probably—we're uh, very good at micro-budget uh, extreme entertainment. Is uh, you could probably fill your car for a month with—you uh, know—that would cost you more than what we put into the picture. But it—it <laughs> it looks it you know it looks a lot like we spent a lot of money uh, here and there and it, it wasn't it's just a bunch of people having fun it's a big family and we we enjoy giving people an escape so it, mike do we have the uh, final caller trailer
0: it's 11 o'clock time to kick back dim the lights and begin your journey Hello caller, you're on the air with Roland Bennett. Who
1: am I speaking to? Let's just go with the outsider. We have come to a critical point in our evening, Roland. (laughs) You have to decide whether to believe me or to hang up again. Fear is ready to call out your name. Your fear can feed you to a person like me.
0: You call up my show trying to get your 10 minutes of fame. Why should I continue to play your twisted games? Please let us out of here. Somebody is in this
2: building.
1: Roland, I don't want to do this. Why won't you ask me to stop?
0: Let's do it. Let's share this magical moment with everybody. Kill me. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Doug rated G. A, yeah, rated <laughs> G, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh Doug does a pretty good job, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. He was uh you know, he's he's a wild one. Uh, he did a great <laughs> role in uh Bone Hill Road he got to be the psycho killer in that one. And uh he was trying to he got it in his in his head there for this film that he was going to try to break the record for the most F-bombs to be dropped in a movie. So I don't know what line he had. He would throw an F-bomb in there. And we we kind of had to say, uh, can we dial that back just a bit? But uh, damn good actor. So much energy. Yeah. Um, um, I love says working he- with him.
0: Morgan Wellborn says he loves Todd, Todd Sheets movies, too. We we were going to have Todd and Doug on tonight, but I think they had something come up. They couldn't do it tonight, but I was lucky enough to get Jack on the show. Um, yeah. and Yeah. Doug is uh, he has energy. I asked him for uh, a Batman skit one time <clears throat> and he sent me a video of himself wearing women's underwear on his head. He's doing it. And he's, <laughs> and he's doing his Bane impression. You know, I was born in the darkness. And <laughs> like, that's, his,
1: that's his normal Friday night. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes, his uh, his uh, uh, girlfriend. Uh I would say wife. I I don't think they ever they're married, but they've been living together for many years. But uh she does a lot of our our uh, films too. Uh, she uh she's coined a phrase in one of them, my my name's not Flo Bitch. Uh she's working at a diner and her name's Alice, and somebody kept calling her Flo. And <laughs>
0: Awesome. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy too. He's uh pretty easy to get along with, funny. You know, um I can't wait to see the, the new terror tunes that he worked on. I think I think Mike Ferguson is uh Max Max
1: um Max Assassin in that movie. Yeah, with uh um oh can't think of his first name, Castro. Yeah, Joe Castro. Uh, Joe. Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. Uh he's doing great too. I just saw we had a, a guest on a few weeks ago, uh, Jean Jean Heathen, and she was telling us about this movie called Bullet Train that her friend her friend was in. And then it you know it came out and we saw it. And there's Mike in the background of the movie,
1: right? So yeah, yeah we um, uh, we've been we're currently uh, waiting on Amazon Prime. We've uh, done a TV series together uh, that they are uh, looking to purchase. Uh, I know uh, Fred Olin Ray is in on that. Um, he's one of the producers, but I, I can't say a whole lot about it. But it's uh, let's say it's uh, it's based in the 70s off of some of the movies back in that time. And I know I'm playing a uh, the mob boss. Um, so I had to do, you know, I had to get the Italian going, you know? Uh, and, uh, I know Doug's in that. He, I think he plays a heroin addict or something, which is kind of fitting, but, uh, no, I, I, I I'd like him. I love Doug, but <laughs>
0: yeah, he's uh, he's been a, a good friend and very supportive and yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I uh, got to, got to meet Doug as well. And. I think I've known him for <clears throat> about a year or so, and it's mm-hmm. maybe maybe longer now. I lose track of time. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's been great. So,
1: <clears throat> yeah. So I've I've uh, I'm kind of new to film and uh, and the horror. I've only been doing this for about seven years and uh, I'm I, I have a stage background. I've been doing stage since I was four. Uh, which is 55 years, and uh, I've performed in through the military in Europe, Asia, uh, all over the world. Um, I was a broadcast journalist for the American Forces Radio Television Service and worked the Olympics in Seoul, Korea in '88. Um, but I took, uh, I teach airplane mechanics now and they've got teaching uh, on the weekends. So I can't do uh, performances on, on stage and they had me on nights where I couldn't make the rehearsals. So what I would do was I looked, I, I was missing out on my stage acting. So I, I looked through some of the local uh, social groups and, Found some independent film here in uh, Kansas City, and it uh, there was an ad for they were searching for an actor that could memorize lines quickly. And I went and read for the part and it turned out to be a Todd Sheets uh, short film that he was doing. Uh, It's called Playing Chess. It's on I think it's on Vimeo. But um, I'm basically this guy playing chess with this little girl in the park. Um, And it turns out that uh, she's actually the Grim Reaper and he's playing for his life uh, with her. And it's uh, it's it's very good. I, I memorized it and performed it like three days later. Uh, we shot the film in one night, and it uh, it's gotten some pretty good reviews and stuff. So um, I do pride myself on the acting. I, I, I just love doing that. I think I think the man upstairs gave me a gift, and you know it's nice to share that. Uh, I'd hate to keep it all to myself. What do you think about all this?
0: Be quiet.
3: Yeah, always the quiet.
0: They're always quiet. All right. Always quiet. All right. The movie looks really good, though. Yeah, yeah, we and can't I wait like to see poster. that. When does that come out? It came out last year,
1: actually. Oh, um,
0: it came out. The final yeah. caller.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Wild Eye releasing. Um, I believe you can get it on. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Amazon or Hulu, but it's it's on one of them. I know that. Uh, cool. final caller I, need a watch. Uh, I think some of our other stuff's on there the clown nato and bone hill road uh which is very good i wasn't in that one but i i worked behind the scenes on the set and i do a lot of his location scouting where he's just now wrapping up a script uh uh for not quite a sequel to bone hill road but it's uh it's another werewolf movie and i'm i'm scouting locations uh now and uh i'm also doing some some more stage work i got back on stage um doing a play called moonlight magnolias it's a three-person play and it's a true story kind of <laughs> it's about uh um uh, the um uh, writing of gone with the wind it's a comedy uh david o selznick the producer um, is way behind on the shooting of gone with the wind so he fires the director uh, tosses the screenplay and brings in uh, victor fleming he fires him from the wizard of oz and brings him in on gone with the wind and then my character is ben hecht the the screenwriter. Um, He wrote uh, Rope for Alfred Hitchcock and uh, a bunch of other movies. But he um, locks them in his studio and makes them write the screenplay for Gone with the Wind in five days. Uh, So they're locked in this room for five days and he won't let them eat anything but bananas and peanuts because they're brain food. Uh, and it, I mean, it's a true story. They just, uh, the hell we went through and then my character doesn't, uh, hasn't read the book Gone with the Wind, but yet he's writing the screenplay so they have to act out the entire Gone with the Wind before him. Uh, these two guys that, uh, you know, they're playing Prissy and uh, uh, Scarlet and all the characters. So it's it's pretty humorous. So I'm doing that while I'm waiting for uh, uh, this next uh, werewolf flick to get up and going, and also waiting for the Amazon uh, TV series to see if they want to buy a a second season from us. Awesome, um, Mike, are you back there? <laughs>
0: He is. Yes, he's, I am. he's with us tonight. All right. Uh what do you think about the the trailer for the final caller? I liked it. I'm actually gonna look it up, I think, uh after we get done here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, a lot of, of the viewers will probably check that out. Um and it, of course Killjoy if you haven't seen it. And then uh we're we're gonna check out Paul's movie here pretty soon
1: too. But I, I just I'm wanted to on sure. seeing that. Kill Killjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: and uh I love the movies. I mean, there's kill joy, kill joy, two, three kill joy goes to hell. And then psycho circus. And I've seen all of them more than once. Right. So. <laughs> right. Um, but soon I'll, I would have seen, uh, by this time next week, I'll probably have seen final caller a couple times too. So, okay. Right. <laughs> Great. Great. Hope you um, enjoy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so don't get, what? Don't,
1: don't get any blood on you. No.
0: <laughs> uh, so I'm just, just so I can get this straight, what movie are they working on right now with
1: Doug and, Doug and Todd? Uh, well, we're currently not working on one. Oh, okay. There's, uh, we're, we're waiting uh, oh, okay. for the final script, and then also we're hunting down a location. It involves a gotcha. big set, and we want to find a place where we can build the set and not have to tear it down every night and then rebuild it. So, yeah <laughs> i gotta i got a few warehouses i'm looking into uh, i gotta have the three of you back
0: on together one of these weeks so you guys can can all share the, the screen together and we can get make a show out of it i think that'd, that'd be, be pretty pretty fun yeah um do you, does anybody if any of the callers have any questions for uh jack while we have him on with us you know feel free to call in i think jack would probably be nice enough to answer questions for you yeah um plus you know we still have al here and then of course paul and garrett they've been pretty quiet but they're my my co-hosts for the night um and we're gonna check out their their stuff here pretty soon as well um but we you know we still have viewers we still have people in the comments so if anybody wants to talk to jack uh you know just feel free to call in 215-240-7839 um and then we have mike snooping around in the background too so he'll pop in and out and ask questions i think but um when do you, yeah, do you have long, anything for, for yeah, as go long As
1: my, long as my voice holds out, I've been screaming at students all day. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teaching you, on the weekends. So, do you have to crack out the whip today? Oh, yeah. Every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah all right um so what what are you teaching are you teaching uh, I, like acting I, classes or no i
1: teach airplane mechanics
0: oh oh okay okay okay
1: yeah i oh, that's uh, awesome i help them get their airframe and power plant license so they can work for the airlines and stuff like that um it's like a two-year program it's fun awesome yeah it's
0: got to be fun I. Uh, Wish I wish I could get into uh, taking some flying lessons,
1: but I don't think I can afford it yeah. right now.
0: Uh, there's there's no, a lot I, to
1: it, right? I don't. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to fly though because I know who works on the planes. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I take it.
0: Back. I don't think I want to fly anymore. I take it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh. You know, the, I tell my students. Uh, there was this instructor who had a group of students, and they got on the plane. And they're sitting there and the uh, the instructor tells them, well, you're flying in a plane that you actually designed. And they all get up and run off the plane. And and the flight attendant comes up to the instructor because he's still sitting there. And he said uh, the flight attendant says, well, you're pretty brave. You didn't run off. And he goes, they're my students. This thing won't even get off the ground.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Morgan saying Mike is his hero. Uh, Morgan Walborn says that Mike Sinkovich is his hero. So that's pretty cool. Um, Paul, do you guys, what do you think about final Caller? It looks so, interesting. I think I cut someone off.
4: So if I did, uh, I'm sorry about that. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. So, uh, I was going to say, I've actually seen final caller. <laughs> oh, you have. <laughs> um, okay. I, I just watched it the other night at work of all places. And I really enjoy the movie. So whenever I saw the trailer, I'm like, yes. Uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's uh, it's definitely right up my alley. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything about it. So uh, beyond that, I can't really say very much. But I definitely encourage everyone who's not seen it to watch
6: it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, cool. go ahead, Garrett. No, yeah, uh,
6: go ahead. It seems uh, I really like the concept. Um, it really seems, would, would you call it a a bottle film, like kind of like a bottle thriller that takes place in one location or kind of like a
1: specific time period. It's all in most of, I'd say 90% is all in one building, the the radio studio. Uh, However, they go to different parts of the building. Uh, You know, the chase, the chase is on. Uh, And then uh, uh, there are quite a few character twists in there. Uh, there's actually a pretty big one that uh, it's kind of a shocker when I first read the script. I was like, Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of changes the whole dynamics uh, of the picture, the storyline just goes out the window. Nice, uh, very creative script.
6: Yeah, it seems like it's right up my alley, too. Um, it almost seems like it's kind of satirizing um that kind of culture at least it seems to me uh just watching the trailer
1: right right and there's uh there's uh, a lot of uh people that call in at the uh at the end of the credits they have uh while they're running the credits they're uh they have phone callers into the radio show and We got uh, performers from all over the country to call in. Linnea Quigley does one of them and uh, uh, Jessica Prescott. And Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, performers that do the voices for the phone calls. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're they're pretty humorous. Mm -hmm. So. uh, So that was fun.
6: Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that this movie was out. Um, I honestly thought that you guys were still working on this, so <clears throat> I was just excited to have you guys on to talk about it. But now that I know it's actually out and it's been out, I can go find it and watch it tonight.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's out there. I, I believe it's Amazon Prime or Hulu. I know it's one of the two. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you can search for it. You'll find it
0: yeah we'll um, find it for sure
1: i'm gonna, <laughs> we'll I'm, find gonna it. I'm gonna find out which
6: service it's on right now actually I'm just gonna look it up real quickly yeah okay. thank you cool um so is there anything else before I forget um
0: that we should have mentioned or talked about that i just did i just didn't ask for some reason
1: or we we just didn't get to not that I can think of uh, <clears throat> except that uh uh in uh Harvey, Fallen Harvey, makes mm-hmm. the, the set a hell of a lot more enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's <clears throat> She's been in a bunch of films, right? Right, bunch of yeah. Todd's films. And uh, uh, she, in in Dreaming Purple Neon, she was uh, uh, the demon goddess from hell. And I was the priest that summoned her. And we have at least the poster for that, right,
0: Mike. I don't think we have the trailer, but I think we we at least have the poster to
1: share. If he's there. there he is. Right. yeah, that's 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 me in the mask, and that's dylan on the right there. So uh, and then uh, uh, that one's that one's just a wild, wild movie. Um, the, uh, drug is, uh, purple neon and my character, that's the, uh, international version. I think it came out in Italy. Uh, so we got a, got a lot of exposure there. Uh, but he's got, uh, the purple neon in those syringes. And when they shoot up with this drug, it actually, uh, puts them under, uh, his control, my character, Cyrus Archer. Uh, and, uh, what he's doing is building up, uh, an army and then he, he conjures her from hell and they're basically the apocalypse. And we got, uh, Joel Winecoops in this, uh, doing cameos and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, uh, he brings in a few people. I know we got uh, the TV series for Amazon that is going to be coming out. Uh, We got Alan Kaiser in there with us, who was uh, Bubba on Mama's Family. Uh, So, uh, pretty interesting. I mean, for, you know, small budget, micro budget uh, filmmakers, uh, we have a lot of fun and I, I think we put out some quality stuff for, you know, what, what goes into it. It's just, it's a lot of fun.
0: That's, all, <clears throat> that's awesome. Guys, if you have any questions for Jack, uh, please make sure to call in now or <laughs> leave a comment to ask the questions while we have them. Cause we do have to, um, talk to paul and garrett about their film too and jack you're welcome to stay on as long as you'd like to um, we're not kicking it sure. off but i just That's uh fun. just wanted to make sure i give those guys a chance to talk to they've been hanging out all night they've been pretty quiet just waiting to show off their mm-hmm. uh their goods and um i'm pretty sure we have a handful of things ready that you sent to us some set behind the scenes photos and uh trailers and stuff so pretty excited to see uh, their stuff here in a minute but, uh, Jack, what about social media for you? Um, what if people want to find you on social media? Do you have any links that you want to plug?
1: No, I mean, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm on Facebook cause I'm old. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't do the other things, you know, uh, uh, I can't figure them out. It's probably, I need my students to teach me, but, um, so I got a Facebook page. You're welcome to follow me on there or, uh, uh, IMDB I, could, I do have that uh, it's, what, got, it's got some of my acting reels and stuff on there so
0: what if somebody is interested in uh, getting you attached to one of their movies? Would you prefer that to go through IMDB to get your
1: information? It's it's got my contact info on there because okay. I I'm uh, we have you know, I'm oh, in we Kansas have a City okay. I don't have an agent yes. so it's got right. my number. So we have a caller here. Uh, you can go ahead and answer, Mike.
2: Hey, how no, you It's Uncle Spooky
5: giving you a little call.
2: Oh, what Uncle about
5: a bunch of horror stuff? it's Uncle
2: Spooky. It's Uncle Spooky?
5: Yeah, we yes, can hear
2: you.
5: Yes. loving your show. Watching it all night. <laughs> I'm just curious. From the group of you all, what was the first horror movie that
0: ruined you as a kid? <laughs> Did you hear him?
3: Yeah, I didn't have one that ruined me. Yeah, I, I don't. Guess I am pretty ruined, so never mind. Uncle spooky, spooky. I will not say that. You know,
0: I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this now, but one movie that freaked me out when I was little was The Mummy. I think just seeing those beetles crawling inside their skin yeah. kind of got yeah. to me. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. There was a jump scare in that movie, too. And I remember watching it, and I got scared. And then I re-watched it with my cousin, and I go, watch this. He's going to jump up and scare you. And she's like, no, he isn't. And then he jumped up and scared me. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I guess that's what's coming to mind in... Uh, first time i i wasn't allowed to watch the texas chain i got to see halloween and friday the 13th and leprechaun and hellraiser and all these different movies but i wasn't allowed to see um the texas chainsaw massacre which is like my favorite movie but i wasn't allowed to see those for a long time the first one i saw was the remake and it was like you know this is based on a true story so i thought they were out there right so I, you know i'm watching the movie and they're cutting people up with a chainsaw. And I just thought that the guy was out there wearing people's faces. So that that one kind of got me too.
3: I, I was always fascinated with horror films when I was little. I remember um, my family members always trying to cover my eyes up and everything. And I'm like pulling their hands away from my face and everything. I mean, I was little too. Like five and stuff like that. Yeah. I was too fascinated.
0: <laughs> I was
3: fascinated uh, with people being murdered.
0: So what movie would you say freaked you out?
3: Nothing freaked me out. Nothing? When I was little, I was weird. I, was I mean, so I
0: rude, but... I didn't really either. I'm just, you know, I I remember that jump scare and The Mummy, and I remember uh the first time I saw The the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the <clears throat> 2003 movie, uh Michael Bay. I was Bay.
3: fascinated with The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love I it. Little.
0: It's on I don't know if you guys can see it on the banner there, but it's my favorite movie, I think. I would say it's my favorite one. Paul, what do you think, uh, what was the movie that freaked you out as a kid? What was the first one?
4: Oh, man. So uh, I don't really get scared by horror films. uh, And I've been that way since a kid. Uh, And it's funny because growing up, my mom watched horror movies and I was always there. So that's what I grew up on. So I guess it never really scared me, but if there was one movie that I had to say that kind of disturbed me at least a little bit, it was actually *Sleepaway camp with the twist ending. Mm
0: -hmm. I think we have a slumber party massacre. I thought we had, I thought we had that behind me too. It's around here. It's around here somewhere. I think. (laughs)
4: Sleepaway but, Camp is, is one of the, and I know we'll get into this in a little bit, uh, it's actually one of the movies that inspired The First Harvest.
0: Oh, okay.
6: All right. Um, what about Garrett? Is there a movie that you can think of? <laughs> well, I've been watching horror films uh, for almost my entire life. Um, I watched Jaws when I was about three or four years old, so that kind of set the tone for the <laughs> what I could what i could handle um i think one of the first movies that actually gave me nightmares um and i watched this at a very young age too it was the original nosferatu um I, uh, my uncle had the dvd of uh, the original nosferatu the silent movie um i still remember having nightmares of that iconic shot of um count warlock uh it, if you don't know, Nosferatu is essentially a public domain Dracula, uh, so they can get away with that. Um, that shot of him coming through the doorway, and it's that gigantic, tall frame that he has, that, that just shook me. Um, I still get creeped out whenever I see it. Another one that gave me nightmares uh, when I was seven is Dead Silence. Um, I never can look at dolls the same way ever again.
1: Nope, I can't do it.
0: Awesome. What about uh Jack?
1: Well, uh when I was when I was a kid way back in 1853, the um uh, they didn't have VHS, <laughs> so I was stuck watching um uh, um actually it was in the 60s, but um I'd watch all the old universal monster movies with my grandfather on a little black and white TV and this is when I was about four or five and uh, the Lon Chaney Jr. Werewolf movie always, always uh, kind of the transformation uh, used to scare the hell out of me. And then uh, when I was 10, The Exorcist came out and uh, of course we begged and screamed and hollered to go see it uh you know it was rated r so so as a 10 year old we had to have the parents there and uh they finally relented and took us and of course you know me and my brother and sister we all we were all having nightmares for you know a week
0: (laughs) awesome and then what about uh mr outrageous
5: um yeah i gotta echo that uh, the exorcist um definitely you know made you think and it's like okay you know does this really happen and then i had a girlfriend that was just like that so he had those
0: <laughs> and then what about uh uncle spooky did you have one is he still there so. might have lost oh. uncle spooky um oh. <laughs> well uncle spooky thank you for calling in and watching if you can hear us um i don't know Love if you, maybe uncle spooky. yeah i don't know if he's having some some phone troubles or if he uh if he hung is. up or it's through <laughs> i think the the calls are through like skype or zoom or something um, like that so he, he hung up oh he did okay <laughs> All right. you
3: know well thank you
0: for calling uncle spooky
3: I, I just realized I think there might be something wrong with me because I'm like the only one that said that. I don't have a movie that freaked me
2: out.
0: <laughs> oh, I think you're fine. I'm glad uh, Uncle Spooky watched the episode. I'm glad he called in. We were gonna have him on as a guest tonight too, but I think yeah, he,
1: he had, had some stuff on coming on. Mandy, is just braver than all of us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just think they're fun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So I'm excited to see Paul's stuff. Um, uh, so, so we have Paul and Garrett on tonight, and they're here to talk about, I think, a couple different projects. So, uh, you sent some pictures for us to share. Um, what are? Do you remember what those were? <laughs> I uh, I think I sent
4: a couple of posters, uh, just promotional posters, uh, some behind the scenes photos, possibly some stills from the
0: actual movie itself. I can't remember if I actually sent those. Can you see this one? It's the first harvest and it looks like Paul with a mask on and there's a girl in the
6: picture too. That's Chloe Lutz or Lutz.
4: Yeah. So this is a promotional photo we just put out. Um, Without giving away too much of this scene, uh, it, it is the serial killer known as the harvester uh essentially transferring one of his captives so he he just transfers them to different facilities as a way to kind of prolong their torture until he inevitably kills them Mm -hmm. and then this one here um again not going to spoil too much about the scene itself but it is the three primary protagonists uh, in, the, in the center, we have Holly Anspa, who plays Emily, who is the ex-wife of the serial killer. On the right, we have Derek McMahon, who plays Detective Jerry, who is the lead detective on the case. On the left, we have Brett, who plays uh, Detective Ken, retired Detective Ken, who comes out of retirement to help track down this deranged serial killer this is the three of them meeting up to go to where they believe the killer might be.
0: This is a a cool poster. Okay.
4: Yes. I cannot wait for everybody to see this scene specifically. It's, I mean, the whole movie is going to be absolutely amazing. And I'm not saying that just because I made it, but um, the, the emotion that is present throughout the movie that culminates with this one emotional scene is absolutely incredible. And so whenever we filmed this, I knew that I had to make it a poster. That's basically the same shot from a different angle. (laughs) Yep. Um, But yes, this scene is my favorite that we filmed so far
0: looks like maybe yeah. your, uh, chloroform here is something.
4: Exactly. And it's, a just a funny tidbit here. Uh, the way that my hand is positioned, it looks like my index finger is going straight up poor Holly's nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, this is a, this is actually from a prequel that has yet to be released. It's going to be released, uh, fingers crossed in June. Um, But yes, that's exactly what's happening. Uh, The killer has lured his ex-wife to this mysterious wooded location. And lo and behold, she actually goes. And they have this encounter that leads to a chase. Beyond that, I don't want to spoil too much, but this is indeed a chloroform shot. And this is actually, uh, this picture here is actually from... A, I guess, a sister short film. It's not canon with the main series, but it is some of the same characters. So, this is myself after the third act. And then, this is the official movie poster made by none other than Mr. Garrett Russell. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: Phenomenal poster.
0: Garrett, what do you think is going to uh, surprise people the most about this movie?
6: I think it's going to surprise people because it's not just, you know, it's not just a, another slasher film where you just see... You do see people get killed in this, of course. But I like that it... I think people are going to be surprised that it it does have an emotional core to it. It does have um, that relationship between... Um, uh, the harvester or Jay and, you know, Holly, uh, Holly Yanspa's character. It, it's something that I think people, a lot of people will attach themselves to and will get, uh, put a lot of investment in. And I think, um, I think it's a very, it's touching at points. It's disturbing. Um, and I think it's, um, I think it's emotionally satisfying.
0: So, um- We don't have one teaser trailer for this movie, but we have two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So, before we play those, what about uh, the release date? Do you have a release date for it? So, um, the
4: planned release date is October 13th of this year. Okay. Um, That being said, right now we're just over halfway done filming. So, depending on how filming goes, which we maybe have five or six days left of filming. Um, but October 13th should be the release date.
0: Uh, Either way, it will be in October. Awesome. And then what do you think about as far as distribution? Would you do just um, self-distributing DVDs? Will it be on any streaming platforms, or where can people see it once it comes out? Yeah, so the
4: the primary distribution method right now is going to be DVDs. Um, however, I am talking to a couple of different perspective, uh, perspective distributors about getting it onto streaming services as well as potentially Walmart.
0: Cool. Uh, well, let's check out the trailers, and then Al can tell us if he's, if it lives up to the hype. And <laughs> Mr. Nanner's number one. <laughs> this um, is what makes or breaks the movie. Yeah, I think we yeah. have... I think we have two of them if I'm not mistaken. So we'll we'll play them back to back and then um we'll we'll talk about those. Cool. I think that was the first one and then Mike, do you have the second? Stuff so kind of remind. it kind of had like a little bit of a Texas chainsaw feel to it. Am I, am I right in saying that?
4: Absolutely, and actually, uh, for the mask that you see in the second trailer that you played, whenever I was talking to my mask guy, uh, Tim Cecil, I told him, Don't copy Leatherface, but use it as an inspiration. So that's exactly what he did, um, and uh, of course, I I tried to model my uh, mannerisms, at least partially off of Leatherface in that trailer. But the whole point of this killer is that he has a split personality deal. So each mask actually represents a different personality.
2: Oh,
0: what do you think about it?
3: I was gonna make a joke about leather being, Leatherface being Two-Face. But he kind of like beat me to it.
0: Oh, so. right. Al, what'd you think about the uh, the trailers?
5: Um, I liked uh, parts of both of them, and I thought if you put them together, probably make an even um, cooler one. in My opinion.
0: So these are just uh, teaser trailers, though, right. right? You'll have you'll have something mm-hmm. more official uh, once you get clo- closer to the release of yeah. the movie. Yes.
4: Yeah. So I- I'm hoping to have the full official trailer out by june if not july
0: and then once you guys have that ready we'll show it on the show too and give people an update and then um hopefully get them excited you know even more excited to watch it you know once it comes out so what do you think we had ed haines on and he he talked a bit about this movie what does that do in the movie
4: uh well he he's actually in the uh the first little teaser that we played he's the Poor gentleman that's had his throat slashed. Um, he, uh, he, he plays a character by the name of Christopher Craven, which is, of course, a nod to Wes Craven, who is my personal favorite director, uh, certainly one of my biggest influences. And so just wanted to have that character to honor Wes Craven. Um, but yeah, that that's essentially Ed's role with getting his throat slashed. <laughs>
0: Awesome. And then Garrett, you're the, the sole cinematographer on this one, right?
6: Um, well, it's kind of like a dual thing. Cause, oh. um, we also work with, uh, another go- uh, good friend of ours, Matt, Matthew Walker. Um, <clears throat> he, he fills in, um, on a few, few times where maybe, um, cause it's, Sometimes one of us isn't available, so um, Matthew's I would say is a co-cinematographer on it. Um, but yeah, uh, I would I kind of wanted the look of the film to be like something you'd see from the early '80s. Um, I one of my influences in terms of the look for this one uh, was probably uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, which obviously by Wes Craven, um, and, you know, that kind of like really, um, less, um, less glossy look and more, you know, kind of grainy and, um, has a little bit of that that groundedness to it, um, that I think is lacking in a lot of horror films today, um, and we've been shooting on this bad boy right here, (laughs) um, but, uh, there's a process I'm get, we're going to be doing um, in, with the editing to give it that more of that um, more retro look.
0: Did you have the camera there? Is that what you showed just then?
6: Yep, iPhone.
0: Oh, okay. You guys did it all on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. what What did you find uh, to either be easy or difficult about using the iPhone?
6: Um, <clears throat> well, there's there's a lot of great apps that uh you can use nowadays like iphone filmmaking is becoming a business all of its own um it's it's really becoming a lot bigger now that iphones are getting pretty much all smartphones are getting better and better in terms of uh video and the quality and um it's sometimes it's uh challenging to you know control your look with um with certain things on the camera like it's hard to control how much light cuz lighting is the most important thing to cinematography and um it's sometimes it's challenging to you know control everything but it's with um this app that is very popular among iPhone filmmaking uh, Filmic Pro it's very easy to um it's very easy to control all the things on your camera with that app and also we've been using stabilizers and we don't not just holding the iPhone, but using other tools to help make it look even better.
0: So Ed Haynes said that he loved playing the role. It was a badge of honor. So I think he was uh, very happy to be a part of it. It'd be and funny really to get, get you guys all back on. Like I said to the other guests, you know, have you guys all back on together, <clears throat> either, you know, closer to the, the release or once it's out. And that way you guys can tell us about it and like what, what you guys do had you know, to go through. Party. Could do that too. If you guys wanted to do a watch party, I forgot watch we have I, Absolutely. have, I should have mentioned this like 10 times by now, but we have <laughs> rabbit and red TV now. Mm. So we have a rabbit and red channel uh, on our website. And I don't know a lot about it, to be honest. Uh, it's just, it just I launched. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just launched. So I don't know a lot about it, but, we're gonna figure it out and i think we can do watch parties through that channel so that we can all stream the first harvest and you guys can maybe do commentary uh, answer questions um for the viewers and that kind of thing i think that'd be fun what what do you guys think yeah um so uh it is almost 11 o'clock uh l burke has hung out with us for two hours now how cool is that yeah and uh we had special guests paul allen and garrett russell here to here to uh make the show even better and then uh we got to talk to to jack about final caller which i didn't know was out but it is out um garrett did you figure out where that
6: was yeah it's a i uh it's on tubi oh okay so there you go i'm
3: gonna repeat myself we should do a watch party with that one also
6: yeah, let's
0: do it, and let's. That'd be we great. Should do, we should do a Killjoy marathon. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Those look really fun. We'll watch all the Killjoy movies just in a row. Uh huh. <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, so, Mike, did you? Mike's still here. Mike, you don't have anything to ask these guys at all. Be here. Where is <laughs> it? I'm here. Hi. I don't do questions. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a shy little bastard. I know. I'm surprised uh, Cody Corley didn't jump on, though, to ask Al some questions about, um, you know, Andre the Giant or the Irish Sheep.
1: It's, it's, his, it's his nap time, that's why. He'll be, <laughs> up for the second, he'll be up for the second show. We should get him. Yeah, we should. if he
0: wants to come on, he can come on. Um, what do you think? Do you have any questions for any of them? What about... Uh, I feel like I have so many questions to ask Al, but we just don't have, I'll keep, I'll end up keeping them here all night. Um, what about, uh, did you have any experience working with The Undertaker? Uh, Mark came to the
5: WWF after I had left.
0: Okay. What oh, about, uh, what about Ric Flair?
5: Rick, same thing. After same I left. Kind of
0: yeah. Uh, I know he had like a brief stint in the early nineties, late eighties, something like that. Right. Where he was just there a couple of years and then he left. He's there Uh, for a very short time and left. It would have been
5: mid 90s, I think.
0: Okay. What about
5: late 80s, early
0: 90s? What about uh, Hulk Hogan?
5: Hulk actually got me into wrestling. Uh, Friends of mine knew him, took me over to his apartment. Okay. Um, He had just finished Rocky III and he was on his way to Japan at the time. And he told us where to go to school to get trained, and you know what it involved and stuff. And so, you know, hats off to Terry for getting me into it. The only thing was when I left that meeting, I go, "That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." (laughs) And two years I did not do it. My friends did, and they come back, "Oh, we were just in Japan." You know, we're in Australia. We're in Europe. We're here. We're there. You know, we only work 5, 10, 15 minutes a night, and then we go party all night long. And After two years of hearing those stories, I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a try. And I outlasted
0: all three of their careers combined. So, How about uh, the Macho Man? Yeah, Randy and I had an issue uh, once. You had an issue I, once?
5: Yeah, I was. Uh, we were in a basketball arena, so the you know, locker rooms are very small. Um, so, you know, we were all out in the hallway, and I had just finished working. I didn't have any clothes on, but I did have a towel across me because we had to dress right there, undress and dress. He walked out, and he went berserk. What if Lou sees this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. the agents came over. I'm like, oh, guys, where are we supposed to go? We've got nowhere. And they're like, yeah, we know. Just get Then Randy and I were on a show called Mad About You, okay, where I wrestle one of the stars first and he beats me and goes on to face Randy and almost beats Randy. Well, Randy was there with uh Frankenstein, uh, that was afterward. (coughs) And I remember I was sitting at the ringside, you know, the ringside on one of the little stools that we normally sit in the ring for boxing. I -hmm. looked up and there is the bottom sign of you know frankenstein no <laughs> uh, it was just right there went, oh shit if randy sees this we're going to yeah you know, we're going to go to blows well <laughs> so i got up took the
1: chair walked away so yeah what the about race, here's uh, an interesting advice. tidbit um what? doug's uh doug's other half sheila uh Grew up across the street from Harley Race oh, yeah. in, in Kansas City. So, yeah, uh, some Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another great career. <laughs> 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 Do
0: you have a question?
3: Not a question.
0: A request? Okay. All right. What is the request?
3: I want to hear some more trash talking from Al about Paul.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a whole
0: rant. Wait, well, wants- where
5: are you guys located, first of all?
0: Us, we're in New York, upstate New York. Okay.
5: Paul, where are you? Indiana.
6: I'm in Indiana, too. Nobody's in Indiana.
1: Independence, <laughs> <Exactly>. Missouri. <laughs> no misery. <Missouri. laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> okay, so you guys, will never be probably together unless we end up at a convention or something. And then we'll go face-to-face and we'll talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I thought if I fired off a couple names there, L might be able to give us a couple cool stories right before the end. What about stories? What about uh, Jake the Snake? Jake and I were in the ring many times
5: together. I met Damien up close and personal, the 25 foot <laughs> boa. Um, I, in fact, the show down in uh, Florida where I did Punchy Jake was also on that show. So. Um, But yeah, Jake and I have become friends. Uh, You know, he's had his issues. He's had a tough life. I mean, you know, all of these people, whether they're sports or actors or whatever, get involved in drugs and can't get away from it. And sadly, we've lost so many. Um, But yeah, you know, Jake is battling through it now. You know, a decent guy. Um, You know, I've enjoyed our matches. I mean, one of them, I hit him and knocked him out of the ring. So I was kind of happy with that. Um, but you know, some of the guys are really good. I always tell, you know, Paul may know this. Most of the good guys wouldn't give you a drink of their water. If you were, you know, that was the last thing you needed to live. The bad guys, you know, they'll go out of their way to help you. Big boss mm-hmm. man was one of the biggest Bubba and I went way back, but, um, Bubba sat and talked to my two daughters at the time. Um, at at the arena, you know, before he had to work. And that's when uh, him and Hogan were doing their, their angle. And they uh, got the suplex off the top of the cage to the ground. And they both sat there for probably 10 minutes. Well, if you've ever done a, a suplex off the top rope, that hurts like hell. And that's just the guy giving it, not even talking about the guy that's receiving it. But Bubba sat there and talked to my daughters for hours I think he was homesick, and but just a, a, you know, a genuine guy. So most of the heels are, you know, very nice, and you know, we pick on everybody in the world. You know, we don't have to do it all the time, and we don't. So that's kind of cool. But, anyways, yeah, I've, I've been friends with a lot more heels than I have babies.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so I know Paul's a wrestling fan. What do you think about um, those experiences, or is there any? Any wrestler that you can think of that you? What about Vince McMahon? We haven't asked about him.
5: Vince is a character. Uh, Vince, legit. I mean, you know, I'm. My guess is, you know, he's he's got a little he- extra help, but he's in the gym almost every single day lifting, and he doesn't, you know, serious lifting. His driver is also like his bodyguard slash spotter, and Vince is not there to talk to anybody, not to converse, nothing, just to lift and. He's a serious lifter, but, you know, he'll also, you know, our opinion was if his mom owed him a dollar, he'd haunt her until he got that dollar. Um, the <laughs> almighty. <laughs> is, you know, a lot. Um, he was decent to me, so I can never complain. I mean, I did over five or a little over five years with them. Um, yeah. You know, I got treated good and, you know, it was all, all nice. and, and, I mean, once Vince tried to pull a rib on on me where, you know, he wanted – you know, we were carrying the throne. In fact, Macho Man and, and uh, Scary Sherry were in it at the one time. But he wanted us to carry Andre. And we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, Yuki did, we'll carry you. <laughs> and, and he was like, oh, no, no I ain't falling for that. Because we would have hmm. dumped him on his head. But, no, Vince was, <laughs> Vince was always decent to me. and But that's before WWE started. Linda McMahon took over the book. So everybody had to work harder for less money, you know, and it's all about money. I mean, you know, you, you get your fame or whatever, but it's all about that paycheck. We don't, you know, yeah. you know all the fame in the world. Don't pay a bill.
1: Did you ever uh, deal with Piper?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. In fact, I got a really nice picture of uh, Rowdy and I We were talking and Uh, we spent a lot of time and, uh, yeah, before his death, that was another tough one. Uh, he was my,
1: he was my favorite.
5: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he was just one of those guys that was really down to earth and, you know, but he was very business-like. I mean, when it came to the business, he was 100% focused, which, you know, I hats off to him for that. You know, some of the boys would come in, you know, drunk and I'm sure Paul, you have seen this and even the little littler leagues. And I've, I've done plenty. I mean, I've, I've worked territories all over this country. So, and, uh, you, you know, you gotta be careful of some of them, but yeah, no R- rowdy. I mean, uh, you know, even though he had some problems, I guess he never brought it to the, to the arena. So hats off to him and yeah, I miss him. Yeah.
6: Good actor too. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. curious about
4: something myself. Um, so my first match was against a gentleman by the name of Bobo Brazil Jr. Uh, did you have any run-ins with his father, Bobo Brazil?
5: No, we never crossed paths, uh, sadly. I mean, there's so many guys like that. and You know, the business is really so big when you don't realize how big. You see TV and that's it, where there's probably a hundred different territories just in the continental U.S., um, so you happen to run across people that you haven't seen for, you know, five, 10 years and other ones you just never have the chance. So, you know, that's kind of the sad part about it, but it is what it is. But no, I never had a chance
1: to go Bobo. I'm I'm glad you mentioned him, though. I was just reading his biography, uh, Bobo Senior, uh, and I didn't know he had a son that was in wrestling. So yeah. that's, that's nice to know. A lot of he chops hard.
5: <laughs> well try Ronnie Garvin or uh, a Valentine.
1: Yeah.
4: I, I think I might have to pass on that one. Uh
1: so, Greg the hammer.
5: Yep. Any other questions? Come on, Mandy. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I have a question. Yep. Um What's your favorite, outside the ring, what's your favorite experience you've ever had with a fellow wrestler?
5: Oh, shit, I can't say that.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Anything you can possibly say? Oh, geez,
5: I'd have to think more. Um. You know, people have asked me to write a book. I'm like, are you kidding me? All of us would be incriminated. No.
1: Come on, the statue of limitations. Oh, well. there
5: is no statue of limitations when you have daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Um, yeah, God, I'd have to. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. How's that? Okay,
6: that's okay.
0: Paul, what about... uh? Just, I didn't want to miss anything. What about social media for you guys?
4: Yeah, so if you look up uh, Dead by Dark Productions on Facebook, that is our primary Facebook page. That's where I post everything. Um, I also do accept friend requests from anybody who's interested in my film, wrestling, or music work. Uh, So if you look up Paul Allen, I 99%. I will accept your friend request.
2: Um,
4: I, I probably post more. Uh, I probably post more on my personal page. Um, so that's the, uh, that's the primary. Uh, however, if you actually want to check out some of what we've already done, then my YouTube channel is the Paul Allen network.
0: I Very cool.
3: Kick his ass in a ring.
0: You think so. I don't know. Um, So I have a request for L. If you you know if you're feeling up to it, okay. Um, So we have guests on, and what we do is we give them the screen, and then we let them uh, give a plug for the show. Would you be willing to do that for us? Sure. Awesome. So Mike, if you can give uh, Mike, uh, I'm sorry, Mike, if you can give L the screen, there you go.
5: And and what what do you want me to say, or do?
0: Just you know, hey, hey, it's L Burke, and uh, you know, make sure you tune in to the Toxic Horror Show or just you know, however you want to phrase it is fine. There you go. Yeah.
5: Hey, listen up, people. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen up, people, the toxic horror show. You need to check that out. Either that or I'm gonna come whoop you up the side of the head. Understand? Do it! <laughs>
0: Yep, that was awesome. That was Thank amazing. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we had Granny Hulkster, who's a super fan. Uh-huh. We had her on last week, and she cut a promo, and she said, uh, watch the show where Granny Hulkster is going to go crazy on you. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was pretty cool. fun. And then uh, we had... a whoop-ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. Um, what do you think? you have anything else while we have them here? Because it's 11 o'clock. We have to switch to the second show. No, I'm good so we have a second show on tonight it's it's exclusively for patreon supporters so if you guys have not signed up for the patreon uh, I believe it's in the description the description of the video it's only three dollars a month And we do hours and hours and hours worth of bonus content um, of okay. course, you do do some of it. <laughs> uh, I do a whole bunch of it. Here it is here. Uh, tiers actually start at $2, but to see the Toxic Horror After show, you have to sign up for at least the $3 tier, which turns out to be like $0.05 cents a week for me, I think, or something like that by the time everybody gets a cut. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> and you get, uh, Mike, what else do you get with this one? Because you, you get content from the other shows, too. Get, get, is he there? Get pictures of Cody. No, we don't. <laughs> No, we nobody wants pictures of
1: Cody. But no, you get a uh, basically content from other shows. You get um, the pay per views for free, and we're reduced half off or whatever. There's a bunch of stuff. Okay, all
4: right, great. It's, it's That's
0: perfect. I suck at selling this shit. Everybody,
6: everybody is better. I suck
0: at <laughs> it. All right. Well, there is a Patreon that you guys can sign up for and get some bonus content. Um, The guys on the show, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, I mean, like, you know, I think it was a great episode. We had a lot of fun with all of you. Um, I I mean, you guys are more than welcome to join the second show, too. I know I think all of you guys probably can't, but if you want to, it is there uh, for you. Um, And for the viewers, thank you for tuning in. Check out the after show, which starts right after this show ends and uh what else what else blood loss uh friday the 13th blood loss is live on indiegogo uh help us bring our project to life by donating today um all of the money goes toward the production of the film we do not profit at all we do not make a single penny from this movie we cannot legally profit from it it's a fan film i don't own the ip for it Uh, i don't want to get sued and so we're not making any money at all all the money that's collected goes towards the production of the film and fulfilling perks for people that donate money so it'll go toward the blood and the props and the costumes that we use in the movie uh equipment uh food to feed the cast and crew and then uh the rest of the money goes toward fulfilling perks for you guys so if you sign up for a t-shirt or something we have that made but we don't make any money off it at all Please take the
3: time to check out the campaign and check out all the videos that have been posted by the actors. Um, Everybody's been putting in a lot to actually get the attention and everything and to get contributions coming in.
0: And we have uh, Michael Branson attached to it. He's currently filming Megalopolis with Shia LaBeouf, uh, Adam Driver, Mm -hmm. Aubrey Plaza. We have Bill Smith attached to it. He was in The First Purge and uh, Quiet Place 2. And then we have a bunch of, like, really talented local actors that got involved. Um,
2: Jim
3: Sedoti.
0: Jim Sedoti is in the movie. Uh, Madison Zabawa, Vicky uh, Elia. They're all very talented uh, actors that are um, local to upstate New York. Um, I'm very proud of them. Yeah, they're doing great. (laughs) Of course, check out uh, First Caller, which is on... Tubi, you guys can watch it on Tubi, and you don't even have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? You can just final, watch it. Final caller. Final. I'm sorry. Final caller. That's final nice. caller. We and it's uh, final Thank caller. You. It's on TubiTV.com. You guys can watch it for free. Okay. I mean, you can't beat that deal, right? Yeah. Um. There might be a couple of commercials. You just sit through Thanks them for and. Having uh, me. Yeah, thank you so much, Jack, for being on. And, and then we Jack's we'll, holding
3: I'll, his head like, oh my God, he messed up the name. No,
0: I'm gonna get Jack, we'll get Jack back on with Doug and Todd sometime so that they can all talk about the projects together too. That'd be my fine. it head hurt. And then of course, Paul and Garrett have their movie coming out hopefully in October. Um, we'll play the uh, the first harvest, of course. Then we'll play the the final trailer once you have it ready. Um and we will get you Watch back her. on. We'll get you, but yeah, we should do a watch party. We'll get you back on to talk about the music too, if you if you want to come back on, because I didn't even, we didn't even get to talk about that or some of the wrestling stuff that you've done. So we'll have you back on Absolutely. whenever you guys want to to talk about that stuff. And then of course L Burke, oh my God, Mister Outrageous himself, uh, Punchy the Clown. Again, I was I'm just Yay. a huge fan of Killjoy. That's how I knew of uh, of L. And then he got attached to Hellfire, and I'm like Morgan, come on, you gotta help me out here. So, um. I reached out to Al, he was nice enough to come on and talk to us about Andre the Giant and uh Eminem music videos and all kinds of things. So Charles Band Full Moon and Hellvira, of course, he's Mr. Nanners. Uh, he's bringing Punchy the Clown back, I hear. I had someone the little Birdie told me. Um <laughs> that's what my name is
3: Mr. Nanners. Oh, I thought
0: it was Little Birdie. But oh, that's what you're saying. That's me, I'm Little Bird. Okay. She's well, Mr. Nanners, I'm Mr. Nanners. Nanners. Uh, yeah, um, so L, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us and answering questions and all this stuff. Um, did I miss anything? Did I get it all? Now, PureSpectrumCBD.com. That's where I get my CBD. The kind of I don't know. That's where Mike gets his CBD. Paul, he he left. Uh, so here it is: <laughs> purespectrumcbd.com. Use the code RIR Network and save fifteen percent off your order. If you spend over a hundred dollars, it's free shipping it, as long as you're uh, domestic. What? Okay. Well, anyway, I'm trying to give give get all the sponsors in. Okay, Evil Lurks is on two BTV.com. Check that out. It's also on Apple TV. You can run it for three ninety nine. I just we'll watched watch it on, on TV for free. you just watching it on TV you know what I'm saying? Uh you got a couple of commercials, but it's <laughs> worth it. Um And now I think we got everything. Blood loss on Indiegogo, Tubi TV, check out Final Caller, watch all the Killjoy movies. They were on TV the last time I checked.
5: Well, we might have to do a watch party like Mandy wants and we'll we'll, we'll do all the Killjoys. Mm-hmm.
0: The, yeah, that yeah, that's what I said. That's what that's I was awesome. saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to do that.
5: Believe me, I would love to do that. We can do that and, uh, and we can talk in between each one if you want. And... See,
2: he's
3: going to do it.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> so, Al, we're we're having the Helvira-themed episode next week. We're going to have some of the actors from Hellvira on. So, viewers, check that out. Uh, L may or may not be on. Um, hopefully he, he, he hopefully he is cause we want I want him on every week, but, uh, if he, you know, he has to check his schedule. He's busy, you know, he, he works. So busy, but
3: if he became a part of the toxic chorus, he is,
0: he's here right now. He's, he's live. So yeah. Um, so <laughs> hopefully we'll have him on next week, uh, but we'll definitely have some of the other cast members on and we'll be promoting Helvira next week as well. So tune in next week for an all new episode of the toxic chorus show episode 10. We don't have a name for it yet, but it'll be great once we have it. I'll think It'll be whole It'll be toxic horror on the run.
3: No, I name mean mm-hmm. the shows and I've it. <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> um, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you all. We'll see some of you on the show in a couple minutes, and we'll see the rest of you next week live. It's free again, 9 p.m. Eastern on Rabbit and Red Radio Network. Did you forget what we were on? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> thank you, guys.
6: Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank Bye, you. all look to it.